Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Lift Effect podcast. I'm your host, Carl Keller, along with a really good friend of mine, Matt, my friend. I would say my little friend, but he's not so little. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. You're my friend too, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a special. Joining friend. me today is Carl yeah. Keller. Yes, my special friend. My friend. friend. <laughs> he's my friend. Coming to the end of another week. Woohoo! Yep. Another one in the in the books, man. Anything uh you, you want to uh-huh. kind of Preload the the day before because uh, I got see. something for you today. No, I don't. I got nothing, man. Oh, you've got your <laughs> nothings nothing. are so full of something. It's crazy. Do you know what this podcast is? I know it's episode twenty-seven. So what does that uh, mean? Do, do you know the, the um, significance of that? Uh it's after May fourth, which is May the fourth. Be with you. I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've been doing this. They're all significant to me, man. Oh, they all are. But we've been doing this for six months. Oh, my God. Is it six months? It's been six months. It's six months. I would have thought four months. Isn't that weird? Like, Yeah. Wow. Half a year, man. So I'm kind of going to drive this episode a little bit, uh, at least to start with, and who knows where we'll go with it. But um, I guess... Our last podcast, we were talking about clutter and disorganized, and mm-hmm. some of the te- some of the techniques we use to help us in our lives. And one of the things we talked about, if I remember correctly, was you know we look at things and we go, if we haven't touched it in six months or a year, we get rid of it, or we figure out what mm-hmm. we're going to do. We kind of reshuffle the deck. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. This is kind of a three parter because it's going to go along with. Uh, several things, and that is okay. when we started this. From where we are today, compared to what we started, you get kind of a quick look back. Going, we had this vision of what we were going to do six months ago, and here we are six months later. Mm. Did we? Are we on that track? Did we? Have we morphed it into something that was a little bit different? Where you know of the vision that we had in your mind, where? You know, kind of like it's like a uh, like a, a a status check. Uh, just yeah, where are where we? are we at? Yeah, what do you see? So I see that we the original intention uh, uh, is the same. And let me just, I guess, from my perspective, is to be totally honest and authentic um, in how I approach. Um, <clears throat> the the wonderful questions that people are generously submitting and giving of their time and taking of their time to write in questions and think about things and their time to listen to the podcast. And so uh, this is my, uh, my thoughts on things. Uh, nothing more than that. 
it's not this is the law this is the law you know it's not that's not what this that's not what this is about i try to really keep things rooted in science um i try to make it apparent when i'm just giving my opinion when it's not backed by data um and by science but but i the, so that level of authenticity from my perspective has stayed the same and part of the you know, I think we played around with just me not really knowing really what, what's going to be asked. I don't look at the questions. I just, any questions we de-identify and it just gets sent, sent to Carl. I don't look at them. I don't read them. I don't know what's, what's there. And I, and I've liked that level of spontaneity of, uh, it, it keeps me, uh, actually it keeps me unguarded, right? I'm not like preparing, uh, things and trying to create some sort of answer, uh, I'm just I'm just giving my take on it that's supported by the science that I'm aware of. So that has stayed the same. Um, that original intention has stayed the same. What's changed is I didn't really anticipate anybody would really care about this at all. Um, I thought, you know, we'll just do it for fun. Um, and maybe a couple people will listen to it and maybe we'll do a few episodes, have some kicks and what'll what'll happen to it probably just you know maybe it'll just get shelved or we'll just kind of not have any momentum and 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 that would be just sort of an experiment this was just like let's sort of jam on this and just sort of see what happens but because there's been a lot of listeners um which still just sort of baffles and staggers me uh, because we don't really promote this at all uh i think i see this as a very viable tool for helping more people and so the level of uh the perspective from my perspective is let's i want to take this to the next level um of value for people and so we're coming we're playing around with some ideas uh how to do that and i think we've got a a few things in store for uh people that want to engage on a deeper level with the podcast I can uh, talk about that if you want, but uh, you know, but that's my that's that's kind of my perspective. That's a that's a that's a a part of a question I'm going to ask you in a second. Uh, I would tell you that I always felt the audience was there. You're right. We didn't promote it because that was a conscious decision to start with. We didn't. We just wanted it to be like you see, authentic. Um, I've I've been humbled by the number of people that came and have listened. Uh, It just shows you how powerful the word of mouth. And and ref- and positive references, if you want to say, from others can really do something. Um, I love the fact that we've touched people all over, all over the world in ways that we don't even know, or some people have been kind enough to share that kind of go, "Wow." Mm-hmm. I will tell you the biggest thing that is different for me was I expected this to be, uh, or we had talked about it, this being much more structured, uh, with the exception of one three part podcast on sleep we mm-hmm. really there's been you know we always have this idea of what we want to do and then the questions just the lead questions us they the lead yeah. the questions lead us to where the audience wants us to go so in that regards i feel like the podcast has morphed to some degree i think there's still going to be structure there's still going to be some things that we want to get out there that people haven't talked about it's kind of like the old saying you don't know what you don't know until you know it so yeah. there's things that I think that you've wanted to talk about, and you've always said that, and I think there, those are things in, that, that, that 
are going to be there, but this has truly become a listener-focused uh, response in, mm-hmm. in so much of what we do. Yeah, um, So that, that leads to the second part of the question, and that is, we're, now this is where we are, six yep. months. Where do you see us six months from now? At the year mark, 52 episodes. Yeah, so oh, we're kind of like talking business strategy. So hey, respects. this, I you like know, strategy. This is, look, the podcast has not been a business at all. No, it's been, God, no. it's, it's, it's been a, a very costly truly, venture. I will yeah. tell everybody out there, this has truly been a labor labor of love for Matt. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. come at great expense, uh, you know, as far as, because it, Time is the most valuable thing that we have, and I and I think the last podcast we talked about it. It's finite. There's only so much, and there are so many people that he helps and that want want and need the help. That this is a it takes a, a lot of time to put each podcast together. So this truly has been a labor of love, and uh, yep. I've just been humbled. Like I, I'll keep using that word to be a part of it. So with that being said, think. We're on we're on podcast number fifty three. It's been now been a year. Where do you see it? Where do you see it's going? Or what's what's yeah. happening in this? So next here's what months? I think. Yeah, here's what's here's what's in store. This is like the knowns, and then there's the unknown knowns, and uh, not unknowns. The unknown. Yeah, I'm not trying to get all Donald Rumsfeld here. Um, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when he did that? Yep. <laughs> it was like the. It was okay. Anyways, um, I can go I there. I thought it was know? hysterical. It was hysterical. I yeah. thought it was really funny. the unknown that's unknown because it's unknown. <laughs> right. I love when politicians like say just ridiculous things. It's so funny. Uh, I mean, I get what he was trying to get at, but it yeah. like, didn't come didn't come out the right way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that whole era was just priceless. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it was like Yogi Berra, you know, yeah. stuff. I mean, it was great. <laughs> Yogi Berra is my absolute favorite, by the way. He's brilliant and. I mean, just the 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 consistent yogiisms is yep. is baffling. I mean, the guy that's how he communicated, which yep. is just. Amazing. I will tell I you, I live. Love it. I live Vuja Day. That's the sense of knowing <laughs> yeah. you've never been there before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's good. Um, okay, so here's the no- things that we know. There's going to be a subscriber feed uh, for the podcast. What is the subscription fee? I don't know. It's nominal. It's not expensive. We, we, that's not the point. Um, the The fee for the subscription is just to fund uh, the the next level of what we're going to offer, which takes a lot of. This already takes a lot of, of resources uh, to do. It's very costly, and we want to we want to get it even better. And so the subscriber feed is going to include um, video. Because Carl and I, when we do this, we we video uh, together, and there's um, sometimes I'm screen sharing, and and we'll as as we start to delve in a little bit more deeper into topics, I'm going to pull up data and uh, studies and charts, and we're going to get into some stuff. And when we start interviewing guests, which is another piece we're going to get to, uh, they're going to be sharing some of their work, and w- so the screen sharing is going to be a, a part of what we do. And also I think people just, some people like to, to just watch, um, conversations, right? I mean, it's, it's a little more conversational. Um, so that will be up on YouTube. Um, is that going to be available to, to everybody? I'm not sure how that's going to work. It might just be available to everybody. It might be a subscriber only. Uh, 
we're going to start providing show notes with references and links to what's discussed. Certainly when there's guests on, uh, that's going to be a crucial part. That will be available only to subscribers um, because it's going to take a lot of work to, to, I have to hire somebody to just to do that, um, which is expensive and it's, and it's just a time uh, consuming effort, but we're going to try to provide some pretty good quality um, reference material for each podcast. Um, interviews. We will provide some of the interview for everybody. Uh, interviews are going to be in addition to the weekly podcast that we do. I don't think that they're going to be replacing the weekly podcast. I think they will be an addition. Um, and the full interviews are going to be available for subscribers. We will provide some of the interview uh, for the regular listenership, uh, a, a portion of that interview, but it's the full interview is going to be for subscribers. Um, advertisements. That's been a big kind of thing. I've avoided doing advertisements because I don't like advertising <laughs> that much, um, but we're going to start doing some advertisements for companies that um, we support that our clients will get some value out of. I'm not going to advertise crap um, or things that we don't believe in and things that we wouldn't use ourselves or aren't using ourselves. So um, we're going to start doing a little bit of advertisement uh, because that will help fund the show and keep the show going and allow us to expand it. So that's the known um, pieces of how about of book what we're reviews? Do. Uh, book reviews. Um, I, you know, maybe that is something that we, we've talked about it. We've done one. You um, have so many books that, and and every podcast episode that you're, you're constantly referring to these things and, and there's so much value in them. Like you say, it's almost like the cliff notes. You've got this veritable, Jesus, it's the library of Congress <laughs> of, of, yeah. of reviews that you have for the books. I think that's I think something that's that people useful, have talked about. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to get a little more user feedback. I haven't had a whole lot of requests for that. So I think if people... Look, I want to give our uh, gang, um, our peeps, uh, you, the listener, what you want. This isn't... Uh, it's not just entertainment. Matt and Carl is entertaining. I'm dancing, by the way. You could see me on camera. It's not us just here entertaining. I mean, we like to entertain. I think it's fun. Uh, but we're. it's most important is that we're giving you something that you can use and that's valuable. If you would like, um, I mean, I read a ton. I read three books a week uh, on average. Um, at any one time, I'm reading 15 to 20 books um, because I read because I feel like that's my job. My job is to know things and to stay up on the latest of, of, you know, what is happening. And so I'm, I'm reading with a vengeance. I'm not reading for pleasure. I'm reading because that's what I get paid to do is to know things and be able to present some of these things that are useful to help my clients. And I want to be able to share that with you. So, but if that's something that you would like, we can do that. Absolutely. When every book I read, I take notes on, it gets, it gets put into my Evernote. Um, and so we haven't heard that's that easy for me to do. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to start hearing more of it. Um, but that, that's an easy thing for me to do. It's just the time to, to I don't want to take up people's time if that's not something that they uh, think that, you know, 
would be valuable. We would only pick the books that I think are the most preeminent uh, resources available. I wouldn't just review every book I've read. I mean, that that's that's insane. But I would take the stuff that I think is the most uh, important um you know, offerings. But if that's something that people want, I'm more than happy to do that. If they feel like that would be valuable for them, I think you don't need to go read every book. I think sometimes, you know, people make suggestions for books and it's like, who the hell has time to read? You know, like maybe you just need to know what's the, the best essence. part of the book, yeah. you know, the essence of it, what's the punchline. Um, but what I'm most excited about is the interviews that we're going to start, uh, start doing. I'm going to bring in some some pretty heavy hitters uh, that are really um, changing our industry and making huge changes uh, toward better health, better mental performance, better um, better mental health for professional pilots, and which and then uh, clearly that's going to expand out to people that professionals working in high liability, high stress environments which is really what the podcast has it was intended you know let's let's just go for the pilots um maybe we'll get a few people that are listening but what's funny is we're just getting so many other professionals that are not pilots that are really relating to what we're talking about and so um the the interviews that we're going to bring in are going to it's going to be something for everybody the uh, thing that I would want to stress about all of that is our whole focus has always been about our listener and about quality, not or, not quantity. The, right. And Matt, I think uh, uh, Matt alluded to it on our last podcast, which is why he uses Evernote. He puts everything in one place. So what we want to do, since obviously uh, the content that we're creating here obviously has to be housed by us. That's just another place for you to go. So we want to make sure that what you come to see is the stuff that's important to see that you want to see. Because what we don't want to do is clutter it up with a whole bunch of stuff that people are going, I don't know where to find what I'm looking for. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's stuff I could find on the internet. We want to provide you stuff that, that uh, content that makes and improves your life. So it's, it's the quality. And uh, we want to make sure that it's we're just not w- another website that you have to log into of a myriad of them to go, what am I going to find here? We want you to know exactly what you're getting and that right. it's there to enhance you. Yep. Uh, here's the third part, and it kind of goes back to our last podcast, which was about uh, disorganization, clutter, uh, mm-hmm. and everything. And that is the present being in the present and you know there is so much going on in the world right now and we're not here talking about politics but just all the events that are going on in just the united states alone with with uh, the debt with the economy with the banks with uh uh interest rates uh, from the banks and and mm-hmm. um the pricing uh, of food and everything plus what's going on in the world how do people how do you cope with that uh, and and figure out how to make kind of organize that so that it doesn't dominate your life where you're instead of checking your 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 uh your email every 5 seconds you're checking the news because what's going to ha- what's going on with the interest rate what's going on with the the world and it's you're starting to go what am i going to do with my life or it's how's yeah. it going to affect me cuz um the the thing that i would um 
uh, say is that there one. I think you made the comment. You don't read the news. You don't watch it. But if you're, if as, and I'm going to relate this to the aviation community, if you're a pilot, you don't have you, you're going to see it whether you want to or not because it's just there, and you're going to hear it all the way around everyone around you. So how do you deal with it? How do you declutter that part of your life so that it doesn't dominate and, and the fear of the future? Um, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts are, you know, there's a couple things that have really kind of um, shifted for me in my life that were were pivotal. When I learned the science of how how much we are wrong, um, it that that totally. Uh, like changed everything for me. There's some good references on that. Some good books I've read just about, you know, as human beings, we are not. Um, and even when I was in graduate school, um, uh, particularly for human factors, you know, there was a, um, <laughs> this guy that was doing his, his thesis work on uh, bystander accounts of accidents and incidents <laughs> and he, he right it was he got a bunch of funding from nasa and he he did this incredible uh project on looking at what you know what is useful with how we account things how we recollect things um and he gets to the end basically the end of the research and and the research was you can't use bystander accounts because you can have five people that will watch the same thing and you will have five different interpretations of what happened. And that's immediately. And then if you wait a week, it's it just gets watered down. And then you wait a month and it's watered down and you wait a year and it's just basically gone, right? So our brains are not capable of really processing or remembering accurately what happened and it's i think it's the same about uh you know quote unquote truth truth is a changing process it's not fixed and the news um and I don't care whether you watch Fox News or you watch MSNBC or you watch uh, CNBC or I, I don't know all the news outlets. NPR, anymore. BBC, yeah, NPR, BBC, right? Yeah. Um, uh, like they're just present. And look, you need. I have no problem with the news. It's not like get rid of the news. No, that's that's a terrible idea. Um, but they're just presenting um, a view. Is it truth? No. It's, it's not, I mean, it, it, truth is somewhere in between, you know, and the reality is, is that, um, you know, there's, there's constructions of reality and they're all guilty of that. And this isn't about a, a right or left, uh, thing and any extreme, uh, idea of anything and maybe this is because I really am trained in science. Uh, and some people could say science is phony and science is fake. Okay. I mean, you can have that opinion if you want, but science as a process um, is the best that we got. And 
you know, and statistics are, you know, statistics are real things. They're not, you know, yes, there's, you got to understand how to interpret statistics. And there is just a lack of scientific literacy in our country that's just pervasive. People read a study and they go, oh my God, did you read the study? It says, you know, eating apples is bad. And it's like, but you, if you understand how to read the science, um, you can, you, you'll be able to understand what that science is showing and how to interpret that. Uh, so, but any extreme viewpoint of this is the way it is, I just, I shy away from that because um, that's just not how things work. And I think that people that sit around and watch the news all day, I'm not here to insult you, but you're kind of wasting your time and you're addicted you're addicted to the dopamine. You're addicted to the storytelling. And that is wrecking your life. It's wrecking your, it's making you sick. I look at it like kind of like a divorce. You don't know the person. You don't know either one. And they're going through divorce. And you hear one side and then you hear the other. And you would think they're talking about to two totally different events based on that. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Uh, you know, um, a, a good example of what's going on right now in, in just in the world is the drone strike on, on in, 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 in Moscow. You know, you listen to Moscow saying, oh, the Ukrainians did it. You listen to the Ukrainians, oh, Moscow did it. You know, and then it's all who you're listening to and how they spin it as to what's presented to you as the truth. And, 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 some, and sometimes it's to soothe you and sometimes it's to agitate you. And to get you anxious and, and worried about something. So I, moderation is what I would throw at you. Maybe this is a little black and white, but like, what power do you have? Let's look. Okay, let's take the Moscow. I heard about this on the radio. Uh, just I couldn't get radio, my Spotify <laughs> to pair. In the, well, I couldn't get Spotify to pair uh, with my phone because I'm using a rental car because my car's in the shop. Um, and usually on the way to school, when I take my daughter to school, we listen to her, her, she selects her, her, her playlist from Spotify. And it's like, you know, that's just, we just, <laughs> it's our thing, right? Yeah. We listen to, you know, what, whatever it is, her, her you know, Selena Gomez or whatever she's listening to. And, and, but I couldn't get it to work cause I couldn't get it to pair. So I said, baby, all we got is the radio. So I hit the radio on and of course there's no music. It's just, it's just, you know, talking heads. And I heard about the, the drone strike and, um, but here's, here's my, my question for you. What control do you have over that drone strike? I mean, unless you are in the military and you're in intelligence and you know something that we don't know uh, about our own intelligence or, uh, you know, ally intelligence or whatever, but like for the average person, what, what control do you have over whether, uh, over what happened in Moscow? You don't. And worrying and getting stressed and autonomic arousal around something that you have no control over uh, directly is buffoonery. 
I'm not saying don't be aware. I'm not saying just, you know, you don't have to do what I do. What, what does that information in this moment, how is that, what, what can you do here about that? I have a fundamental belief that trying to control things that you cannot control is not a good use of your time. And if you actually spent that time focusing on the things in your life that you do have control over, over, what would that look like for you? I see guys and gals worrying and perseverating on things that they have no control over. And then the things that they do have control over, like how well do they sleep? What do they put in their mouth? How do they connect with other people? How do they connect with their children or their partners or their colleagues? How do they improve their skills at their job? They pay no attention to that. And then what happens? What do they do, right? They bitch about those things. And, and they get really depressed or really anxious about those things that they actually have some control over, but they spend no energy on. And instead, put your energy onto things that you have no control over. Please explain to me how that makes sense. And what makes this so insidious is that if you understand, and I do understand at a deep level how advertising works, hmm. um, I've lots of experience, I've worked in advertising, they are using your bandwidth to generate dollars. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's not par like, uh, I'm not, you know, this is not some far off, you know, you know, hoax. It's all about you influence. Know, it's about to influence something. to get you yep. to do something yep. like a, like a sheep. And so, you know, I am not saying don't be aware and don't, don't have, I'll say this much, and that is that dwelling on it and thinking about it too much can actually have the, uh, uh, instead of a, uh, oh, I need to know, and, or it's good to know, it can actually have a negative influence uh, or, or a reaction on your mental health because it can create oh. anxiety, fear. This, look this at, is all about- Look at what happened during COVID. Yeah. I mean- it was like, I mean, it, and it was the, the two extremes. I mean, they did a shitty PR job during COVID. That was crap, that, absolute crap. And, you know, it, it pissed a lot of people off. People were spoken to like they were stupid. And, you know, and I, it's not left or right. It was, you know, the whole thing was colossal. But I saw people that were, had literal mental breakdowns because they thought COVID was fake or they thought COVID was a death sentence that was coming to get you and you were screwed and you better not leave your house. And look, COVID killed a lot of people. If you don't believe that, if you think that was all fake, then you know what? The moon landings were fake and the tooth fairy is real. I mean, it. so I'm just looking at the science, but on both sides of that, people made themselves physically and psychologically sick we had a 300 percent increase at lift effect pilots that were off the rails because they had to wear a mask or because people weren't wearing a mask or because i mean it was both sides of it it was absolute chaos 
absolute because chaos. They had and to I'll take tell the you, shot because they wouldn't take the shot. They wouldn't take the shot. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get fired because I don't take the shot. I'm gonna take the shot. I'm not gonna take the shot. The shot's real. The shot's on the real. The shot's. Good. It was like, um, it wreaked havoc on people. Their and look, what, you know what did that? Really deteriorated. The news. Yep. The news did that shit fifty years ago. Or when when shit happened with our grand our our parents or grandparents, they didn't act that way. They didn't act that way. And what was the difference? They didn't have social media, and they didn't exactly. You don't have the phone. They didn't have Fox News and uh, MSNBC and uh, One America and uh, you know like people releasing their own videos on YouTube like they're like they're a news anchor with a, at a desk and you know I mean just like. All of this stupid, ridiculous crap. So that's why I don't watch the news. I ask people that I trust, that I care about, some are Republicans, some are bleeding heart liberals. I have friends on both sides. I ask them, hey man, what's happening these days in the world? And I get little bits of here and little bits of there, but I ask my trusted people that understand how to like sort of sift through the noise to get at what is happening. And I ask them what's going on. And, and you know, I catch little tidbits here and there, but the reality is, is I'm focused on trying to actually help people, not just fill myself with junk food to make myself sick and news is largely junk food it's eating a bag of doritos it's eating a a, a hostess twinkie my, I, opi I, my opinion yeah. my opinion and, and the same for me i mean i people will argue about certain things but for me having balance is very very important so many things in the news unbalance you they they shift you they 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 take you out of your out of out of your rhythm your routine they they start making you think things and doing things that you shouldn't and the whole goal we're trying to say here is is that you if you you need to keep your own mental well-being good so that you can help yourself and help those that you love and that's all we were talking about here. And that's the only reason I brought up today about what's going on because I think it is unbalancing a lot of people. It's it's stressing people out. People are getting anxious. Are they going to be able to pay their mortgage? You know, all these, you, you name it. Are we going to be able to put food on the table? You can only control so much. And you just you look, take care of the things that are in front of you and stop. Don't put as much weight on things like that Matt says you can't control. Because they're going to happen whether you like it or not. There's just, that's life. Uh, well, things happen to us every day. Whole, yeah. I mean, this is the whole point of like a lot of the training that we do in the mental skills training and, and at V1 is learning to get back into the present moment. Because in this present moment, if you get out of your future focusing and out of your past focusing, your past tensing, and you actually get into the moment um, and you take an assessment of how am I? in this moment, uh, without all the thinking around, uh, you know, and the sort of meaning making around, uh, around and pro projecting of what's going to happen to you. If you get into the moment, you'll realize you're probably like doing all right. You know, you're not perfect. There's real struggle, but like, you're not being eaten alive by the tiger. And what I don't like about news on both sides is it's histrionic. It's like, it's trying to convince you that the world is ending. 
a future event that hasn't occurred. A future it's event. Their, it's, it's, their, not, yeah, it's their opinion look, of what they think is going to happen. Right. And, and it's not to say we shouldn't be concerned about things, right? That's not like the yeah. point of what we're saying here is don't worry about, you know, the environment or don't worry about the economy or don't worry about, but like, you know, keep it in perspective. And I see this total loss of perspective happening with folks that spend more time focusing on things that they cannot control and less time focusing on things that they can control. And that's the point. That's what we're getting at. So, so. it's there's a lot of suffering out there. And, um, you know, kind of back to why, why are we doing this? I, I If... People can take one thing out of each podcast, or hell, one thing out of 52 episodes. I consider that a huge accomplishment. One little bite-sized chunk that can better their life and make them a little bit more present and make them you know, a little bit less future-focused or past tense, a little more engaged with this beautiful life that they have. I consider that... Yep. I've I've succeeded. We've succeeded. We did it. Incrementally, you're just a little bit healthier, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It doesn't make a difference. It's all you know. Uh, I I know I'll get this wrong, and uh, but you know, if you can just do one percent a day or one percent a week, who knows where? Think about where you'll be in fifty-two weeks. It, it, yeah. You can't eat this all at once. The problems no. that are in front of you will not go away, or very ex in extreme circumstances, uh, they might. But most of the time, they don't go away overnight, or next week, or next month. They, it's time, and you just yeah. incrementally you keep putting one step forward, uh, and then one day you're going to turn around and go, "Wow, I actually went somewhere." Yeah. And there's an old saying: figure out where you want to go, because if you don't know where you're going to go, any path will lead you there. Well, you know, I heard something once that Jeff Bezos said. Um, I read it somewhere. I think one of his notes to shareholders or one of our friends really encourages uh, people to read notes to shareholders. And it, it's true. That is where you sort of see an executive's genius or, or idiocy. Uh, and it's usually a bit of both. One of the things he said that, that just like kind of blew my mind, and this is sort of an algorithm, they said, what's the secret, you know, to your success or how do you, how do you manage? You got all these things and how have you managed to do this? And he said, it's really easy. I just try to make three good decisions a day, whether it's in my personal life or it's in my business life, just three good decisions. And like that is when you, when you work with people and you work on human behavior and you try to understand human behavior, like I have, um, most people, well, I shouldn't say that. This is just an anecdotally mass opinion here. But like people don't make any good decisions a day. <laughs> or, you know, or not nearly enough. Not, not, I mean, yeah, like none. I mean, or just like not, you know, they just don't make good decisions. And if you just make one good decision, but put it, okay, three. Over the course of the year, you just mm -hmm. made a thousand good decisions. Whether it was instead of grabbing the cupcake i'll grab some carrots or instead of um sitting on a chair i'm gonna stand or instead of just not getting out of bed and hitting snooze i'm gonna get out of bed and go for a, a walk or a run 
uh, or just get on the bike and just bike for five minutes, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, if you just do that one time in the day, at the end of the year, you did 365 good decisions. That is an accomplishment. That is a huge accomplishment. But I think we tend to look at, it's, it's just too overwhelming. We want everything at once. I just want it all good. So, and then, you know, that's a great way to destroy your motivation because it's too overwhelming. And so then when you don't have motivation, what happens? You do nothing. You make poor decisions. This, this is a whole topic all by itself. So all I want you to do is just, in this case, humor me and just answer the, the, the question I'm asking and not go deeper because we're at about the end. But <laughs> you said, what is one of the most, what is the one trait that defines successful people. What is it that they do? You, uh, you tell me, brother. What? What is it? We talked. About, <laughs> oh, we, we talked oh, about it. Yeah, we did. And that's they have. It's specific. Ah, I can't even talk now. Specificity. Specificity. They hey, are. Hey, that that's is my the, word. <laughs> yeah, that is the number one trait for success. There was a, 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 a article written in the Harvard Business Review that was the most successful blog post ever written for the Harvard Business Review by a, a social psycho psych, um, psychologist, researcher, that found what are the traits uh, that the most successful people do. There's nine traits. And the number one trait is the most successful people are specific. With needlepoint precision, they are specific with what they are aiming for, what they're trying to do. Not... And this is what we talk about in V1 is create bright lines. Um, this this is barred from legalese, like legal contracts. You you want them to be very bright lines. This is bang, 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 bang. It's not vague. That's what a good contract, you know, all four corners of the contract should be very specific. If they're blurry lines, that's where people get into lawsuits. That's why you have lawyers to try to interpret. Okay, well, what does this mean? What is the definition of is? What is the definition of is right? I mean, this is what this is what attorneys do, and 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 so. But in our life, you want to create really, really bright lines. And most successful people, they do that consistently with a vengeance. Is they are incredibly specific. I would look at this like a shotgun, kind of a strange analogy. But you have two types of rounds: buckshot and slug. Buckshot, when it shoots out, it hits it. It may hit the target you're looking at, but it may not do the ultimate result that you're looking for. It's just because it's got so many different pellets. Versus a slug, if you're focused and you hit the target, it all every all your energy, all your focus, or in this case, the the, the slug is the the bullet hits its target. Versus just peppering it and you're and just kind of doing a little bit of of. Uh, if in this case, damage. So I think so many people's lives revolt or revolve around buckshot. They just throw so much against the wall in that general direction, and some of it hits. But to have the full effect, you got to hit it with everything you've got and know exactly that's. I don't want to throw twenty things and see which one hits. Focus and and do it, and you'll be amazed at where you can be. You you'll be when you turn around and look and go, wow. Look at the things I've gotten done. Like you said, one it starts with one good decision. One good decision a day. And and the and I would say that the smaller the better. 
you know, we want to, we have a tendency to want to go for the big, you know, the, 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 the grand slam. Uh, and it's like, how about just like bunt? <laughs> Start yeah. with Celeb- a bunt. Celebrate you know? a success. You know, that's uh, huge. That's huge. That's huge. It, because what and do we success, normally focus on? Yeah. What do we focus on usually? The failures. Yeah. The failures. What did I do wrong? What What's going wrong? That's the news. Um, it, it, the news is never about good things. Notice that? It's never about good things. Hardly ever. Because it doesn't sell. <laughs> doesn't sell. Unless it's, uh, I mean, look, you're going to, you guys are going to hate me for, my Republican friends are going to hate me for this, but, you know, the, the public radio has more, um, stories just about community things that are good because it's publicly funded it's not it's not like this big money making thing so you're going to get more uh good stories uh of of things that are happening in the world that are good but you go to the big news outlets it's all bad stuff man it's like gnarly awful stuff the sad thing is bad sells and, and bad, and, and I would say, let me say this, let's, let's reframe it. Bad stuff hooks. That's yeah, what it that's does. True. It hooks. Yes. And it's the same in our own life. We can focus on the negative and focus on the, the shortcomings, it, you know, because that's what we do. Pilots are the worst of that. They make a mistake in the sim or something. That's all they think about. Uh, but they don't think about the 500 things that they did correctly, and that they did well, and they don't celebrate that. Even just of a, yeah, that's like me. I, I do well on these things. They just integrate the bad stuff. And this is mental management 101. You know, you don't want to integrate the bad stuff. You want to recognize it, figure out what needs some work, but you you want to celebrate and integrate all the good stuff because that improves your self-image. So that that's a huge, huge point, huge piece. We could, like I said, we could have a whole podcast just on that alone. So I'm not going to... I want to kind of pull back from that. Um, I want to give you one quick comment that I think that uh, we've gotten uh, a couple of times because uh, you've referenced it three or four times and mm-hmm. if not more in podcasts, and that is your productivity planner. Mm-hmm. Your, there are so many things out there. Just they want, want to know what, where do you get yours? What is it, you know, exactly? So people can go see it for themselves. Productivity planner is a paper planner um, that's bound. It's it, there's so different versions of it. It's made by a company called Intelligent Change, um, and I, I you know know of the people that created it and where they use the science of of around it. But it's really about managing channel capacity. Channel capacity is how many things can we hold at yeah. one time? It's really, like you know, three at most. Where- I guess the question um, is, where did you get it? Uh, you can get it anywhere. Way- you can get it on Amazon. You can get it online. Um, there's certain certain stores even sell them. I saw them in stores. But it's basically, uh, I take my most important tasks each day. I plan for the following day so that when I wake up, I'm not trying to figure out what I need to do. I just wake up. I look at it. I know what I need to do. But it is what is my two most important one must tasks. Yep. And I put those down. And you just do that, and then you, there's some room for a couple additional if you want, but I don't even bother with that. Three things are put in there, and if I can just get w- the most important, I'm, it's a total success. If I can get all three, even better. Uh, but it gives you a chance to like physically write those down, determine write those down in there. It's got Pomodoros. Uh, some people work in Pomodoros. It's, 
you know, you work for 25 minutes, take five minutes off. That's based on how much attention capacity we have. We can talk about that at some point. Yeah. Um, and then it gives you a, you can score yourself, uh, at the end of the day of, of how did you do? You give yourself a score. So part of being able to, to be successful is to be able to manage and, and, uh, evaluate how you're doing. And so the productivity planner is just a game changer. It's I've used it for years. It helps you visualize things. It helps you see it. You can't hide from it. If I say it, it's not written anywhere. This is, this is an accountability tool and, uh, and you've talked about it. You live by it. I mean, you walk the talk. Um, I, I absolutely, I use it. And a lot of my clients use it. My, my really high performing clients, they, they, they use it religiously. Well, we're now we covered a lot of stuff today, man. I, well, like whew. I said, I you, you didn't know. It's all over any, the place. <laughs> you had no clue. Like um, so often, you had. This was me today because I just I, I I looked back and I was going, oh my god, it's been six months, and I, I felt like you know that. what, no. we need to talk about that. Going, where did we think it was going to go? Where are we? And yeah. okay, what adjustments or where do we think it's going to go? And I, that's and that's life. That's what you do in relationships. That's what you do in business. If you don't evaluate what you've done well and what you and what we didn't talk about today was what are the things we didn't do well or well enough? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. important too. You need to acknowledge your successes and also review and and then discard your failures. Don't dwell on yep. them, like you said. But yep. I just want to end with this, and then as always, I want to leave you with the last word. I want to thank everybody. As as Matt said, six months ago I had no idea, or or um, thought that we would be doing this now, twenty seventh episode. Um, I had hopes that we would, but you just never know how it's gonna how people are going to react to it. Are they gonna are they gonna uh, think it's got value, or is it just just more clutter in their life? And so for that, I th- I am so it. So humbled, and and I thank you so so very much for allowing us to be part of your life and to help in whatever way we've been able to, and we hope to do that to uh, for so many others. And please hold us accountable. If we are, you've heard what we've said, and if we if we drift off of it, we need to know and hear from you. And if there's certain things we're not talking about, you need to tell us because again, it was here for you. This is what what it started for, and. I just wanted to say thank you, um, Matt. I, I just, I same sentiments. I can't thank people enough for for uh, taking of their time. I, the time is your most valuable resource, and and you know to give of your time to to tune in and and try to take some things here and contribute. That just means the world to me, and I have tremendous gratitude for that. I I want to leave people with. Start to think about what do I have control over in this situation? And if I have no control over of it, maybe it would be better use of my energy to focus on something that I do have control over. I think that's a, it's a small thing, but it's like life changing. And it's a really difficult trap that we can, you know, find ourselves falling into of really focusing on things that we, we just can't control. So I encourage people to just maybe meditate on that, chew on that this week, and uh, I'd be curious to see what the effect that that has. As always, please leave your comments, send them to us, podcast at lifteffect.com. 
Um, smash the, the like button, leave a review, please tell your friends. That's how we've gotten to where we are today. And we just hope to keep growing it that much more. Thank you as always. We are so appreciative. We hope you have a great day and a great week. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.